Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey, NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks with the Fabulous Three, myself, Tam, and my man, Front Row Kenny. How are you guys doing? How are you, Renee? How are you, Kenny? How are you, listeners? Hey. What's up, y'all? <laughs> oh, my God. It's been forever. Like, we were supposed to be recording every other week, but then we were in limbo the last couple of weeks because NASCAR wasn't sure if they were coming back. And now we're back. And we're back in a big way because Sunday's race had over 6 million viewers. And we are recording this podcast right after the Wednesday race at Darlington. So we're not quite sure what the viewership will be. But it's safe to say, based on the fact that Kyle Bush was trending on Twitter in the number one spot, a lot of people was watching. And if nothing else, a lot of people was mad. So before we jump into <laughs> some NASCAR talk, Renee, what have you been up to? And Kenny? Tell us what you've been doing. And let's keep it brief because this is going to be, we're just really going to talk NASCAR for a good 15 or 20 minutes this episode. So, Renee, what's going on with you? All right. Well, uh, in a nutshell, uh, the things that I've been doing, it says just like uh, I have been doing, uh, keeping up with work and actually taking care of some household things here at the the home front. Uh, but uh, one thing I did want to shout out to everybody else out there was that uh, I started to get back a little bit into the comedy scene a little bit. I started to do the uh, a little bit of the virtual comedy shows online, and it has actually been very, very uplifting uh, and motivating, I should say, because I actually did my first show on an actual stage at the Laugh Factory uh, last week, and, and, and that was the first time I'd done one in like probably close to three months. And, uh, and as, a, as a comedian, I give you a little insight that forever. So it felt good to be back on stage. I'm starting to do a little bit more of these projects online. And I, I can't wait to do more and share some with you guys. Kenny, how about you? Man, you know, just been hanging out, taking it easy. And, of course, still getting ready for all the races. As a matter of fact, of course, like I've mentioned before on the podcast, sim racing is also my deal. So yesterday during the rain delay, that's exactly what I did. I was waiting out, trying to figure out if the Xfinity Series was going to get going. But unfortunately, rain didn't, rain came down, didn't get a race. But we did get a damn good race tonight, though. Yes, we did. And for me, I've just been chilling. You guys already know the deal. You know my motto, stay the F in the house. So <laughs> I have been in the house, but unfortunately, I had to go out like five days in a row because my mail goes to my post office box and I've been waiting on a couple of items. So I've made post office box runs. I think it was like four or five days in a row I went to the post office. But aside from that, I haven't been doing much. I did go out for a walk on one of the trails here, which is on a cliff in Los Angeles that overlooks the water and Catalina Island, if you guys are familiar with Catalina Island. That was pretty cool, but I won't be doing that again because people aren't wearing masks and that's just not who I am. I'm a mask wearer. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
Yeah, you I know, hear you. If you choose, it's it's almost like smoking. I know this sounds crazy, but I thought a lot about it. I don't knock people who smoke, but that's your choice if you want to smoke. You have to be considerate. I shouldn't say you have to, but I think you should be considerate for those who don't smoke. You know, Tim, real quick, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but that is absolutely a fantastic analogy because I think you're right. Just like when people smoke, you don't have to uh, stay stay around them if, if it actually bothers you. I think this is actually the same thing as people, if they don't wear a mask and you, you don't like that, you have the, all the right to, to move away from those people or not stand by them. I think that's a great analogy. Good, good point. Well, I feel like they have all the right to not be in my presence because all of us should be wearing masks because you don't know who has the cooties. So. not to go deep in that but that was just one thing i thought about like there were a few people who were on the trail who didn't have on masks which was fine but it wasn't because like what i would do is there were stretches where i was on the trail that nobody was in eyesight so i took my mask down but as soon as i saw somebody coming my way i put my mask on but there were some people who didn't even have one. So whatever. That's a whole nother story. Let's get into some NASCAR talk. We are back. The hashtag NASCAR is back is in full effect. People are happy. I'm happy. Renee's happy. Kenny's happy. And I'm sure whoever is listening to this pod is happy because we are racing. Now, who wasn't or who isn't happy at this moment as we record this podcast is Chase Elliott. But before we get into Wednesday race, shout out to Kevin Harvick, who won Sunday's race at Darlington. It was his 50th win and his first win this season, which is actually crazy when you think about it. Like, it just seems like this is a never ending story. We've only actually had five NASCAR races this season, which is mind-boggling. And Harvick won one, which was the Sunday race at Darlington. Alex Bowman won one, which was the race in California. Joy Logano won two races. And then Denny Hamlin won his first race, which was Wednesday night at Darlington. Kidding, question. I have the schedule. In fact, if you guys want a pocket schedule, NASCAR clearly has the schedule, but we put together a cool little pocket calendar that you can save on your phone. It's on our Twitter account, and I believe it may still be on Instagram. Maybe I'll post it again. But offhand, Kenny, were we racing? What was it? 10 races in? 10 races in, shoot, like 11 days, basically. (laughs) Virtually. Whereas Charlotte next, correct? Yep, this Sunday, actually. So Sunday, we got the Coke 600. Now, who, like, just think about it. Did you guys even realize it was Memorial Day? Honestly, no. It's crazy, because you know what? That's coming up, and then, hell, June is, what, the week after that? (laughs) It's crazy. Okay, I pulled up the calendar. We're at Charlotte on May 24th, and then Charlotte again May 27th. That's a midday race again? Yep, that's a Wednesday race. Right. That was later in the evening, I think, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I said midday, but I actually meant to say midweek. But yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So we're racing Sunday at Charlotte, the Coke 600. And then we have a midweek race, which is another race at Charlotte on May 27th. We're at Bristol on May 31. 
which is, it's like crazy. We're going to race three times in, what is that, six days, seven days? It's almost 2,000 miles of racing. Wowzer. Just in that little time frame, which is crazy. Yeah. In June, we head to Atlanta, which is June 7th, Martinsville, June 10th. So I believe that's also another midweek race. That's a big one. And it's a night. That's a huge one. Ooh, it's going to be nice because I don't know about (laughs) you guys, but I was excited. Darlington under the lights, it looked fantastic. Or maybe I was just jonesing for some NASCAR, but it looked good. It sounded good. I was like, yeah, baby. I think maybe all three of us were jonesing a little bit and just in our in our own way. But I think every uh, NASCAR fan, I think just fans of sports in general, just had something to watch and something to take part in and look forward to. And I tell you, I thought tonight's race was better than the other race on Sunday that Kevin Harvick won. But now that's just my personal opinion. But maybe these midday races, you know, could could uh, boost the ratings up a little bit. I got you saying midday as well, midweek races. Uh, yeah, midday. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> well. You enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Kenny enjoyed it. We posted a question on Twitter and we simply asked which NASCAR Cup Series race at Darlington was better. Only 3% said Sunday's race. 84% (laughs) said Wednesday's race. And 13% said good question. So I don't know how to take that. That's interesting. I, I don't know either, but I'll tell you this. I enjoyed Sunday because, of course, from the history perspective, it hasn't been a spring race in 16 years during the daytime at that. And then on top of that, a hot racetrack, Darlington, is always fun. But I think tonight was just a, a pure showcase, again, of the package once again. When it's cold, I'll say cold for May's sake. The old surface hasn't been repaid since 2007. And we got a damn good race. Drivers had no practice all week. It was a green racetrack. It was fun as can be. No one will disagree with you when it comes to that, Kenny. So really quick, let's break down the top 10 from Darlington's Wednesday race. And I guess technically this is still unofficial because as we are recording this, I believe inspection is still going on. But we do know Denny Hamlin has cleared inspection, who Denny is our winner. Kyle Busch, oh boy, and we're going to talk about Kyle Busch because he pissed a lot of people off. Kyle Busch came in second. Harvick, who won Sunday's race, came in third on Wednesday. Brad Kozlowski came in fourth. Eric Jones, fifth. Joey Logano, sixth. Eric Amarola, who quietly, you know, Eric is just one of those guys who is always like right there. But he came in seventh. Jimmy Johnson, He bounced back because we already know what happened to him Sunday. On Sunday, Jimmy couldn't get right. (laughs) So, yeah, (laughs) which was crazy because you were like, wait, he's almost, uh, he's going to win. He's not going to win that stage because it was a wrap because he He crashed out. I felt bad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Matt DeBettadetto, not Matt Kenseth, but Matt DeBettadetto. That's just, that name is crazy. Sometimes I, like, did I say it correctly? But not Matt Kenseth, the quiet assassin, but the other Matt came in ninth. And Martin Truex Jr. came in 10th. And it looked promising for Martin Truex Jr. in terms of winning the race at one point, but he came up short. Notables. 
Clint Boyer. What happened to Clint? Clint led 71 he looked, laps. He looked good, didn't he? He looked, he looked good. Really good. He led 71 laps, and then it was a wrap. He, he did win both stages. So that tire went down. Yeah. He did win both stages, though. And then the other notable, your boy, Chase Elliott. I will never, ever, ever get the image out of my mind of Chase Elliott with that <laughs> one special finger <laughs> tracking. It was like literally he was tracking Kyle Bush's car as it came around with his finger, his middle finger. <laughs> At this point, you guys know Kyle Bush accidentally, and I say that with air quotes, I have both of my hands in the air. He accidentally turned Chase Elliott around and ended Chase's day and caused a melee. Well, it wasn't a melee because nobody actually threw fists, but your boy Allen, as in Allen, Chase Elliott's crew chief, he was waiting on Kyle Busch after the race. And they exchanged some words and the rest is history. And yeah. And when I say the rest is history, I say that. Because people don't like Kyle Busch. He has a history of fans not liking him. And it is what it is. They went off. He was the number one trending topic on Twitter for a while after the race. Which is crazy because Wednesday's race concluded right as the mass Singer was doing the finale. And we already know how America is when it comes to all these American Idol shows. Okay. Thoughts on Kyle Busch and Chase Elliott? Ah, okay. I know probably to a lot of people watching that race, I'm sure it looked like Kyle did that on, on purpose. Uh, I the, the the one good thing that I am glad, and whether it was or it wasn't, uh, I mean, you can go back and look at it a, a hundred times in a million different ways. But the one thing I, I will tell you is that, uh, you know, he owned up to it. He admitted to it that it was his screw up. And I thought that spoke volumes as far as like just the type of, you know, race car driver that Kyle is. And, you know, he is that guy that you just love to hate. And uh, this is just another reason why. Uh, but, uh, you know, you can't deny the fact that he owned up to it and, he, you know, stood up like a man and he apologized to it. And, you know, hey, well, what are you going to do? You know, I mean, it's just like he said in the post-race uh, interview, there's nothing he can say that is going to make this all better. And then they're going to go get ice cream tomorrow. That's not how this works. You know, they were they were pissed off. They had every right to be and, you know, he had to sit there and take it like a man, but at least he owned up to it. Kenny, what say you? Man, that was a, uh, as they say, this is a stupid term, but it was nothing more than a racing deal. I don't think he wrecked him on purpose. He's came on social media after the race and has made that clear as day. And I mean, even in his interview, he said the same thing. Initially, I'm thinking to myself, I don't think he wrecked him on purpose. My My idea was... He thought that there, that gap was much, much bigger than it was, but it was a whole lot smaller. I'm not sure if that came down to a spotter thing where he told, where a spotter told him he was clear and he wasn't clear. I'm not sure if that's the case, but it's a tough deal. And I know a lot of people are really, you know, really jazzed up about it. It's a good thing. I mean, it produced quite a damn moment if, if I do say so for myself, but yeah, I don't think it was on purpose, but I definitely will say. It's going to be interesting on Tuesday for the truck race, because if people have forgotten with the truck series challenge that's been put up and Kyle Busch is going to be in that same race at Charlotte, I think Chase is also in that race, if I'm not mistaken. So 
if they get close to each other, I think actually for a change, I think something actually might happen or he might move him out the way if need be. Long as he doesn't wreck him and wreck him out the race, he can do that. Long as he doesn't do that, he can take home that big that big paycheck. So we'll see. Yeah, I forgot all about the bounty. Exactly. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. So the bounty will go I, down. Oh, I, I did. <laughs> so it's on and popping in Charlotte. <laughs> and I didn't finish reading off the schedule, but we're at Miami or at we're at Homestead Miami June 14th and then we're at Talladega June 21st. So I feel like June 7th could be and I'm backtracking on the schedule but June 7th we're in Atlanta. I feel like that could be a special moment, but we shall see, mm. we shall see. Okay. So on that note, what else should we talk about? Like this is a crazy episode only because this is not a produced episode. We just jumped on after the race. There are no show notes. There is nothing. We just decided to come on here and talk. What should we talk about? <laughs> What's going on in I NASCAR guess? that we missed? We usually give you a little business. You know, we always talk about the race, but we give you a little business, a little, a little bit of everything. Or we can just I end guess. it right here and, and talk next week because I feel like... Yeah. It's a little crazy with the schedule. We're still just, just a FYI, we're still going to come to you once a week, although we're racing twice a week. It doesn't make sense for us to jump on after each race. We're diehards, but you know, we got a life. We can't be talking all the time about NASCAR on the podcast, but yeah. Okay. So that was a hashtag Tim's rant. Haven't had one of those in a long time. <laughs> oh man i guess today is like obviously the biggest talking point just overall because i mean the funny thing about all of this and the way everything panned out nobody would have imagined it was gonna happen this way and what what's the one thing everyone talked about a lot often was having a midweek race we got one on a wednesday night this one happened to be pretty damn crazy and had enough moments that is definitely something that the casual person is probably like, yeah, this is crazy. I think just the fact that we got a race that was much shorter, which it, again, I'm an advocate for it. Besides the crown jewel races, an example of Daytona, the Southern 500, not this one, Indianapolis, the Coke 600, and you get it. But I just think that this is a, this is a huge day. Like this is just a, a huge night, just a huge night in general because of. This was a test that we didn't think we were going to ever be able to see being on a Wednesday night in the summertime, for one, which is, to me, the best time to try something like this. And we got a hell of a show, just a great race overall, not even just from the crash perspective with Kyle Busch and Chase Elliott. You got everything you could have ever wanted in a race like this. You got inverted fields, which some people thought was a foreign thing. It's been done before. It's nothing new. (laughs) Um, We got comers and goers throughout the entire race it was just overall a really good product for someone who never saw a damn race in their life i think you got a little bit at everything just in one single night i certainly agree i certainly agree with that and dell earnhardt jr agrees with both of you as well he actually tweeted entertaining event tonight at nascar but i can't wait till fans can be there Damn, let's keep doing whatever it is needed to get fans back to the tracks. He yeah. also, let me see if I can find the tweet. There, was, I saw another tweet where he talked about the midweek race as well. But clearly, 
Dale Jr. is is stoked and we are all stoked. And on a side note, I missed this tweet, but I'm looking at Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s Twitter and apparently Chase Elliott's store, they said that if they got 1,000 retweets that they'll get a t-shirt made out of, (laughs) I believe, because it's just a video, but I'm assuming they're going to do some type of screenshot of Chase Elliott with that special finger. <laughs> not gonna lie, kind of. Yeah, I don't that think shirt. that's gonna happen. Not even gonna lie. Well, you know, I don't know how it would happen, but that's <laughs> yeah, that's not really a good look because that's a little off brand for Chase. Like I've had the pleasure of chopping it up with Chase on more than one occasion, which is crazy. Like out of all the drivers, I've hung out with Chase probably about four or five times. Maybe more than that, just on different occasions because of different sponsorship stuff. And Chase is just super cool and laid back. And I'm not saying that anybody as laid back and as super cool as him won't get mad and give you the finger. But what we saw was a little bit out of character for him. He may do it behind closed doors, but he's not the guy to openly just say F you. But clearly, he just said, F you to Kyle Busch. Yeah. And a lot of fans feel like that when it comes to Kyle. One last thing I do want to read that puts it all in perspective. A user on Twitter, Dalton Kemper, they write, 2008, Kyle Busch Rex Dale Jr., my favorite driver on his way to a win. I hated him as a driver from that moment. 2020, Kyle Busch Rex Chase Elliott. My favorite driver on his way to a win. I still hate him as a driver at this moment. So that just kind of puts it in perspective, the hate that people have for Kyle Busch. But any true NASCAR fan knows that the hate that most NASCAR fans have for Kyle Busch goes back to the moment him and Dale Jr. mixed it up. There you have it. Unless you guys want to talk about something specific, I think we can let the good people get back to their regular schedule. I can't think of anything. Kenny, you got anything? You want to talk about anything specific? I got two quick things. I can keep it brief as can be. One, you mentioned you hang. Obviously, Tam, you've interviewed a few of the same Hendrick drivers. Your boy Alex Bowman did get himself a one-year extension, so that's a good thing for him. He oh, did yeah, our guy. That. I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah. So he's good to go for another year. He had a good race. He was driving with a whole lot more confidence. I think now that he doesn't he doesn't have to worry about going into next year knowing if he has a contract or not, I think that's a good thing. But the second thing, which you mentioned as well, with the with the being um even tempered like Chase is or being real laid back, look, I understand. I've had a similar situation. I just was not in a sporting event, but I was at school and let's just say the same exact thing happened and I got detention for it. Did it to a teacher one time, almost got suspended for it. But you know what most people said? That's not your character. But look, I got pissed off. The teacher kept messing with me, and that's exactly what happened. <laughs> well, I can't say it's not in my character because, as you guys know, <laughs> I'll fight you. <laughs> look, my parents are on my side, though, still. <laughs> Here's the thing. Some people just don't have it in them. Over the years, I've grown a lot, and I've learned to calm down. But like I always say, if you bring it to me, I'll bring it back to you. In don't this poke instance, that bear. <laughs> Kyle Busch, I don't think he meant to do it. It's just unfortunate that people hate him. And 
It is what it is. Alan waiting on him like that was crazy to me because we both know Alan and Kyle. Even if Alan would have beat Kyle up, Kyle was ready. And that's what I love about <laughs> Kyle. He doesn't back down for anybody. There's no Joy Logano when it comes to Kyle Bush. He's not going to just smile and say, did I do that? That's not the way Kyle rolls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and speaking of, we didn't talk about Matt Kenseth. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. That Yeah, song, I thought that was crazy. His first race back and he finishes uh, top you know, with an impressive. Yeah, that is highly impressive. You're out of racing for that long, and you just come back, and you're top ten, man. That 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 is absolutely dope. <laughs> yep, he and- might crack one off this year. I think. I think he might. I think he might do it. Honestly, yeah, he might. I agree. Oh yeah, and welcome back to Ryan Newman as well. Absolutely, he did well yeah. too. There's so much we can talk about. It's just coming to us. It's flowing. But on that note, we're gonna talk to you guys next week. How about that? There we go. That'll work. All right. Well, listen. You guys out there, thank you for once again tuning in to another episode of All Turns No Breaks with us. And uh, we always appreciate your uh, love and support for Tam, myself, and for my man Kenny. We appreciate you tuning in. And we'll see you next week on another episode here of All Turns and No Breaks. See y'all later. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. 